Adam Cravens, and Jane Ellen watch more movies each month than most people do in a year. Parental Guidance suggested reviews new movies in theaters with no spoilers promise. These film nerds know their stuff. Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. So, per usual, Adam does not know what we are about to talk about. So I'm going to see I mean, how you're... To be fair, that's how I like to live my life. Yeah. Every, every day, I just go into it uh, basically blindfolded. So, I want you to... First of all, we've been discussing movies of note. So that's Adam's first clue. He knows this is a movie of some importance, other than like... Maybe he and I liked it. It's more of it's greater importance Cult, than that. Cultural significance yes. usually is a hallmark of it. Yes. So this is a movie of, of cultural pop, significance. Pop cultural significance. <laughs> its budget was $237 million, but its box office was $2.79 billion. I'm, I'm going to assume we're probably talking about Endgame then? No. What earlier. Was, what earlier. Was, earlier. Infinity War? Earlier. The Bluer. Blue Oh, Avatar. Okay. <laughs> I was like, wait. It's like there's not a if it, Age of Ultron? That one was expensive. Bluer. Yeah. In two thousand nine, James Cameron's Avatar came out, and when you look at how much it made, two hundred and thirty seven million is like, eh, it's not too bad. I only spent over a little over two hundred million to make it, and I made you almost three billion. Take that! And he he spent basically like ten years like creating cameras that would allow him to record. Like that that guy doesn't do anything halfway. Like if you want somebody that's an all in type of personality, like basically for, I mean, not so much the original Terminator. Like that was basically shot on like. A shoestring budget. But like once they realized this guy could perform, mm-hmm. I want to say um, Terminator 2 at one point was the most expensive movie ever made until he did True Lies. And then that was the most expensive movie ever made. And mm-hmm. then after that, that was the most expensive movie ever made until he did Titanic. And then I, I think he heard that Superman Returns cost more money than Titanic. And he's like, well, I'm. I have to direct something else. I'm not going to let someone else go out there and have directed something more expensive than than I have. So he had the first treatment done in 94. The film didn't come out until 2009, so keep that in mind. Titanic didn't come out until 97. And so that's he, his movies are long gestating in his head. Mhm. Like I mean, I remember them saying that his next film after um, Titanic was either going to be what ended up being Avatar or um, Battle Angel Alita. And mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is back like before Titanic is re- like 1996. They're talking about these movies. So to hear that, you know, 13, 14 years before he actually released something really doesn't surprise me that much. Like, I mean, his all of his films seem to do really well. And, like, with the budgets that he seems to maintain, like, his films have to do well. Mm -hmm. Like, they can't be little art house-like experiments. When you commit, you know, $235 million, you know, $100 million, like $200 million to it, your film really has to, like, you know, quadruple Mm -hmm. or, you know, quintuple or whatever your, your film ends up doing. Like, if this guy doesn't produce, like, he doesn't get to make the movies that he wants to make and all of his ideas 
are expensive. Yes. Now, you were right as your first guess of Endgame, but it did take 10 years for a movie to make more than Avatar, the blue Avatar. Now, and I'm not, I'm by no means. You're going to nitpick. Go on. Well, keep in mind when when Avatar did this, it did most of that. And I want to say, if I remember the number correct, 70% of its box office came from the 3D showings. Mm-hmm. I, I'm by no, I, listen, I don't have a film that has made like $7 to my credit. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not telling you James Cameron isn't good at what he does. <laughs> I'm not telling you that it's not spectacular to have a film that's made $2.7 billion. But his films, when, when, when Avatar made all that money, these are also upcharged by 3D like screenings of it. Mm-hmm. So like I said, it I, I understand it and I appreciate it, but I, I've always got to have more respect like when when you can just do it based on like your story. And, and like Cameron loves special effects. Like he loves, I don't even want to call it a gimmick because that guy really seems to understand special effects. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I, I'm willing to bet that Avengers actually sold more tickets because oh, I probably yeah. I don't I don't even know that they did a 3D was in game in 3D uh, uh, I, I know I didn't see it in 3D 3D I've never really enjoyed the 3D experience just because it just it bugs me there's a there's a couple of films that after Avatar kind of made it in vogue again that I genuinely thought uh, Gravity was one mm-hmm. of them Avatar obviously showcased it. Uh, especially well. Um, honestly, I mean, th- those are the only two movies that I, I said to myself, you really do kind of need to see this in 3D. Like a lot of the, like several of the Harry Potters were released. Mm-hmm. I know, I think, uh, I want to say Thor and the original Cap were. Like, but it's to the point that I don't even really remember right. if they were or not. So obviously it didn't have enough of an impact. And obviously it didn't really take off. I remember there was a time where, the technology was you're going to get a 3D TV and you're going to do this. I mean, well, the TV is in 3D actually. But. I I think the problem that they ran into is as much it is a gimmick, but whenever you use it properly and you don't just do like those last minute like conversions to 3D, mm-hmm. some films they just they don't need to be like okay. Um, I saw uh, Downton Abbey in mm-hmm. theaters. Um, there is absolutely and enjoyed it. I did. That's truth truth no reason for that film to be in 3d like i mean truth be told like it really doesn't even need to have a big screen treatment like that film can play on a small screen just as well as it can there a movie like avatar really does benefit from being shown in a theater and like the the effects that they're using and i I mean the fact that the guy that kind of pioneered this is also the guy that shot like he probably knew going into it he's like well i want this shot and I want to be able to do it this way, and I want to be able to render it on the computer, so how do I do all of those things? There was a lot of films that just came out in 3D that, um, let's see, what, and not Clash of the Titans, but Wrath of the Titans? Sure. Yeah, I, I saw that in 3D, and I'm just kind of like, all right, well, I don't know why this thing needs to be in 3D. Like, when I saw Gravity, I was like, wow, this movie is, re-. like, you have a talented, like, auteur with it, Um but a lot of them, I think people just got sick of it because th- you really weren't using it to its full effect. And it, I mean, in the same the, the same way that like if you're not using something like, OK, my uh, my grandmother, 
Um, was also in 3D? Uh, she Yes, she was in three dimensions. Yes. Um, she would have had no use for a Ferrari. Like, technically, sure. Like, she could have, like, driven it to, like, get groceries or whatever. But, like, does my grandma really need a Ferrari? No. And I think a lot of those films, can they be in 3D? Well, yeah, technically, sure. Like, are, I mean, are they, are they being negatively impacted because they're in 3D? No, not really. Did did it did it really change anything about like the way you experience the film? No, no, it really didn't. A and lot I, of those films you're talking about reminds me of a Second City TV skit called Doctor Tongue's Evil 3D House of Pancakes, and <laughs> Doc- on that name alone, <laughs> the name alone, like I would I would have had to turn my head and just be like, okay, well. You you got two minutes. Impress me. So Dr. Tongue is a a host of the you know the late night horror shows, and he dresses like a vampire. And to make it three D, he would say, "I've got something scary for you kids. Some syrup." And then he'd like hold it close to the camera, and then bring it back and go close to the camera. And bring it back. <laughs> Isn't that scary? Look at the pancakes. Whoa. That's really all it was to it. And there there wasn't uh now they didn't do that in a lot of the movies that they created or they converted to three D. So I mean maybe that was their maybe that was the problem. Three D House of Pancakes is the way to go. But Avatar, that was that was more than just here's the pancakes. And I, I I think it's worth noting as well, like you and I have talked about films that kind of had staying power. Mm-hmm. Um Avatar only opened to about $72 million. And like, like I said, I'm not $72 million is a lot of money. But when you think about the fact that like it opened to 72 million and I think it made 69 million, it's ne- like it had a single digit drop off. Mm-hmm. Most films, if you follow any of this kind of stuff have somewhere between like, if you're doing like ridiculously well, you only have like a 30% drop off. If you're doing about average, you're doing about a 50% drop off in your second weekend. If you're if you're on the really bad end of it, you're like, you know, 60 something. A- Avatar like did a single digit like percentile drop off. Like I remember looking at that and thinking that I had misread it. And it just it was doing these minute drop offs. I mean, and that's how you get to 2 point. Well, and you know, charge an additional $7 to mm-hmm. to have 3D, but I'm saying like it it really just struck at the exact right time. And like Cameron, for as much as he loves to like throw money at projects, really apparently understands how to make spectacle like True Lies, Titanic, Terminator 2. I mean, even even the abyss, like even some of his lesser he did the aliens like the guy really does understand how to make a film that people want to see in a theater. Mm-hmm. Um, And uh, obviously, as he you know now has. Two billion dollar grocers in there, and I, I'm sure even even if the Avatar sequels are not anywhere near like the the cultural touchstone that the original became, like I don't I don't see a world where they don't cross a billion dollars at least. Like I mean, after you you know factor in like worldwide stuff, like there's no way these movies just like sputter out at like $500 million. You're listening to Parental Guidance Suggested, brought to you by Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry. Jane Ellen talking with Adam Cravens about movies of note, and this movie of note is the 2009 
avatar. So he came up with the entire storyline on his own, correct? Yes. Well, I mean, I'm sure he, I think he had some like additional. Right, but it's not help. based on. Or no, anything. it's not like a comic book or a book. Like more or less the, the way that I've, as I've read up on it and seen interviews with him, he really kind of got set off in 1977 because he was like, I could do Star Wars. Like also the guy has no, absolutely no problem with his ego or <laughs> self-assurance. But like basically when he saw that, he's like, I can do that. I can make my own like empire of science fiction. Like what is that about? And like, I guess that's when that idea started gestating in his head. Mm -hmm. And he probably started, you know, writing things, you know, putting a note here, just being like, well, that would be cool. I'll do that. But evidently like seeing another filmmaker like that and him going, well, I can do that. Why? Haven't Why I? am I not doing that? And he's like, oh, that's right. I'm not an established film director right now. I'm a truck driver. Um, I need to do something about that. Exactly. What I really appreciate about him, certainly he said it about this movie, that even though he had the story lined up and it was greenlit, he realized the technology wasn't there for him to make the film he wanted, as opposed to George Lucas, who made a great movie. It was fine just the way it is, but because the technology changed, felt the need to go back and hurt us all. I... 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 <laughs> I really hate dumping on George Lucas. I, I genuinely do. Like the the original Star Wars trilogy is such a large piece of my childhood. Yeah. Like I feel disingenuous or disrespectful when I dump on him. But the the fact that he want like he he did he did something several times that like filmmakers that work their entire life never like he he is a part a huge part of the creative process of both Star Wars and Raiders of the Lost Ark mm -hmm. like classics like if you i'm not even talking about the sequels if you just stopped after those Raiders of the Lost Ark and the original Star Wars are still like just maybe not perfect pieces of cinema but like they are quintessential like summer film like they are the the popcorn mm -hmm. film and the fact that he just wants to go back and just like Move it around here. Like, let's try this. Or what about this special effect there? I just want to be like, listen, you you caught lightning in a bottle, okay? Mm -hmm. Leave it alone. Stop touching it. Like, if you want to make a sequel and you want to mess around with that, that's fine, okay? But, like, stop touching that thing. I like, think don't... what may be hard for him, and if I were him, I would probably go, I do what I want. I made it up. Well, that's essentially what he said. Yeah, it is what he said. He's like, I'm a, I'm a billionaire. I'll do what I want. That's my movie. Once he made it and it went out there and affected all of us so intensely, he's now messing with our memories. As I mean, you can't, you can't get the, like, there are absolutely no plans, evidently, to release, like, a 4K version of the original. When I say original, I don't mean, like, the one that has a new hope in it. I mean, as we saw it in theaters, mm -hmm. just a restored print of opening weekend, 1977, Star Wars. Like, I don't even know that it exists on... Like a DVD. Like maybe there's a bootleg VHS out there that has it as it was originally seen. But I know I've seen a lot of documentaries about it. And if if that exists, it is not in great shape physically or not. he already destroyed it. I, I can see him doing that. I mean, it's just we've talked about like when uh, Ted Turner was colorizing yeah. everything. Like stop these. It, uh, you, you would have just these perfect like classics. 
And I'm just like, why are you touching that? Like, you Shirley stop Temple it. actually was not in color in real life until she was 40. So no need to colorize the films. Just, yeah. I wonder how the, that's, that's got to, I wonder if it hurts to be. I don't know. I don't know. So uh, Avatar, uh, he's doing another one. He's doing sev- several simultaneously. I yes. Uh, the last, the last I heard, and maybe he's added a couple more, like they were shooting three of them simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Which that I mean, maybe it's four now. I mean, and Disney owns it, so I, I mean, if anybody knows how to sequelize something, Disney definitely knows how to do it. Yeah, and here's something that just didn't click with me, and I I feel certain by telling you this, you'll win some trivia question thing at some point in the future. Zoe Saldana, not just in the Star Trek reboots, not just in Guardians of the Galaxy, also in Avatar. And also in Avengers. You're talking about the fact that she's made several movies and made a billion dollars? Yes. And she's never the one name that you hear because she's probably worth a lot. If she has any kind of back-end points on any of the, and I don't mean all of them. I mean just one, one of them. Like, she she's pretty well set. And like I, I can imagine that when negotiating for the sequels, like everybody was just like, listen, I want I want a little bit of that that avatar money. Like give me give me some of that 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 those crazy blue sweet, sweet crazy blues. Like give me give me some of that green for that blue. All right. So do we know where he's headed with this? For those who have not seen Avatar, um it's it's not just man versus nature, it's also man versus man. It's it's yeah. Pocahontas in space, or yeah. or dances with wolves. Like yes, I mean really the, it, and again like I'm not trying to dump on a movie that made two point seven billion dollars. The thing that I find odd about this, and the fact that we're now eleven years removed and we have not got sequel one for it. When whenever people do talk about Avatar, what is what is generally the thing that they talk about? I, I'm not not, not like. It's usually the fact that it made so much money or that mm-hmm. it pioneered 3D. Do, can you name me five characters from that movie? No, no, I cannot. And can, I, I showed the children maybe a year ago. I showed it to them. And their reaction, and I didn't say anything at all about it. I did not see Avatar when it came out in the theater, I think because we'd all just lost our jobs. But I, I didn't the, see The housing it. market yeah. had crashed like not quite a year earlier. I wasn't, I wasn't boycotting it. I just didn't see it in the movie theater, but I saw it as soon as it came out on something. And I thought, oh, well, that's not bad. But it didn't affect me. I guess I thought it was beautiful. But I also saw that I could write a term paper about it so easily because it was just handing it to me. Yeah. It's uh, the, the, okay, the uh, Star Wars, the toys even after like return of the Jedi, like just kept like star Wars just didn't stop. And like, I can name you if not every character in that movie, I can probably, I can probably name you a bunch of characters in that movie. My husband didn't know who Boba Fett was 20 years ago. As he's like, what? That one, who is that? It's like, um, Boba Fett. What's wrong with you? Everyone knows that it's Boba Fett. And but Boba Fett really in the original is not a character you would know. I 
that's a tangent you don't want me to get off on. But yet, like, literally all Boba Fett does in the movies is fall in things. Um, not, not do what he was told to do, uh-huh. and eventually he falls into a hole and dies. Yeah. He, he can't fight. In Return of the Jedi, he fights a blinded Han Solo. Can't defeat him. Nope. Like, just crashes, crashes with his cool jetpack into the side of a boat and gets eaten by a Sarlacc. And you know what a Sarlacc is. I do. I can't See, tell See, that's you. what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I, I don't know what they were flying. They were pretty. I don't know if they were dinosaur birds or something or dragonfly. I don't know what they were flying. With, uh, I, I'm just, there, there are so many people, like, okay, with the Princess Bride, you and I, whenever we reviewed that, like, we, we basically just started quoting the entire movie until we realized we had to stop. That, that, that film, like, is just, it just has this stop indelible and I mean it. piece of, of all of that. Right. But like Avatar, okay, um do, do you do you see Avatar toys in stores? Like uh, does it have a does it have a popular like extended universe like novel line to it? Like are people playing Avatar themed video games? I guess if they are, I don't care. No, they're not. Oh, okay. I mean, that's just like it, it it was very huge culturally for like a but minute. Why? That's the thing. Be- because it was it was new and like that movie is gorgeous. Oh, okay. Dick Tracy. The came out. I want to say the year after. If it wasn't the year after, it was two years after. 1989's Batman. Basically, just carbon copies. Like all you've got this style over substance film. Um, you have like this. Just I mean, the movie's gorgeous. Like the four colors. Like they. They decide to go with like the blacks are like black holes, and whenever you get like a red or a yellow, like it, it it's so bright and it pops like it looks like a comic book did back in like the forties. Mm-hmm. But like they're not still making like, and it was real popular. Sold a whole bunch of toys. Like I remember they started re-airing like the cartoon, but like Disney has not pursued a Dick Tracy sequel, and it's been at this point thirty years. The film is interesting to watch now. Like you had, and I mean, even Madonna, Madonna, even, I mean, okay. You had Prince involved in Batman. They decided to go with Madonna instead of having Jack Nicholson, they get Al Pacino to play like the big bad there. Like that movie just basically looked at Batman and was just like, well, why don't we do that with another character? That's, you know, decades old, but it, it, it didn't have the staying power just because like there's, there's really no substance to that movie. It is so beautiful to look at. Like I own the movie, like I've seen it multiple times, but like I also have a degree in film. I can appreciate that movie for how like appealing it is to the eyes. Like is it is it staged particularly well? No, the gunfights like don't look that good. Like is Warren Beatty that interesting as Dick Tracy? Now he's kind of quiet. Like the fact that he has all of these ridiculously talented actors around him in Oscar winning makeup, well and and Madonna um well you also have a score by like Stephen Sondheim I'm just saying like the the aesthetic that they went through is all there but like when you really get down to it like there's nothing in the movie and I think Avatar is kind of the same thing like you've got like Sigourney Weavers in the cast um you have James Cameron who like is just a technical wizard on the level of Peter Jackson uh Steven Spielberg or Robert Robert Zemeckis but when it comes straight down to it, like, is the narrative something we've we've heard before or is it something we've heard from multiple like 
Fern Gully, the, the Last Rainforest, mm-hmm. basically does the same story. Dances with Wolves is essentially the same story. Pocahontas is it? It's it's a it's a twice you know three times four times told tale that is just redressed in this beautiful beautiful way. But at the end of the day, like I said, I it's kind of the tale as old as time. I'm I'm curious though, like eleven years removed from a story that, my, and I've never found somebody that I can just be like, give me five characters in that movie because they can't do it. Was it just so in the moment and kind of that? The, the perfect moment to release it mm-hmm. or like, are, are they going to, are they going to lose their shirts on these, you know, four sequels that they're shooting? Like does, if there was an appetite for avatar, wouldn't we be seeing some kind of auxiliary media? One would think, I, I mean, l- listen, I, I, I'm sure people have trounced on James Cameron. Like when he made a $200 million movie about like a boat featuring songs by Celine Dion, I'm sure people were like, all right, this guy's his goose is cooked. Like he's done. And, and then that movie grosses over a billion dollars. Like I'll shut up. When he was shooting Terminator Two, and it crossed the hundred million dollar mark, as far as the budget concerned, people are just like Cameron has finally got his Heaven's Gate. He's <laughs> out. And then then the film just blows up in the summer, and they're like, okay, fine, he's not. I, I've really learned to stop doubting James Cameron uh, because he seems to just be able to make money hand over fist however he wants to. But I'm looking at this and just going, 11 years later, do people really want a follow-up to that story, or did they get everything that they wanted right there in just beautiful window dressing? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, ridiculous success, but how many people are really clamoring at this point to see where, it, like, what what is it? Pandora. That's the name of it. It's Pandora's Moons. That's what they're exploring. Sure. Uh, they're, they're the Navi. Or the Navi. There we go. That sounds right. So uh, just to sum up the story, make sure I have it right, you've got, it's kind of like Horton Hears a Who. There are all these blue people that live around a tree, right? That's, and maybe they're wrong. small. Maybe they're small. I don't remember if they're no, the small. Blue, the blue people are huge. The blue people are huge, but they only live around a tree. And then there's the guy that can't walk, goes in an iron lung and becomes a blue person. It's like the, it. It's like an android body that looks like one of the blue people, but the blue people are like 12 feet tall or something. And he goes in there and he helps them and stuff. And um, bad guy in Iron Man. Which which yeah. Iron Man? The first one. Iron Monger. Like Jeff Daniels. Jeff, not Jeff Daniels. It wasn't Jeff Daniels. It was Jeff Bridges. Bridget. Okay, no, not okay. Jeff. It was not Jeff Daniels. Because <laughs> <laughs> that just... would have been hilarious. Oh, I so, want that movie so I need my... someone to do a deep fake of that right now. In my mind, you've got um, the alien suit, but you have not Jeff Bridges in it as the angry military guy, but he reminds me of Jeff Bridges' character in Iron Man. Ah! And... And so then the guy that can't walk goes back and stays with the blue people. And I guess they have to keep him, I'm going to throw in a Star Trek term, in stasis, so he can, like, hang out and live with them. I guess? What if they run out of electricity? I don't remember if, like, somehow they do, like, I'm going to, space magic and, like, his consciousness is now in that. I don't know. But there's not, I'm going to be honest, like, I haven't revisited Avatar multiple times. Like, I think I have the Blu-ray. But I've probably watched it 
twice. But see, here's the thing. I have seen it twice and one within the past year, and I'm still not quite sure how it ended. I think I think his consciousness is in that yeah, body because I know he of went space back magic now, I to think. To do, you know, hang out with the blue people and stuff, but does it need four consecutive, consecutively filmed sequels? I don't know. Sure, I'll watch them. Well, I mean, if I'm the executive that is in charge of that, if I look and see that a movie made $2.7 billion, I'm definitely thinking, like, is this a trilogy? Is it a quadrilogy? Yeah, like, we need to make more what, of these what, than Fast and Furious why, movies. Why, why are we not making more of these? Why haven't we already? And they're right. like, it's James Cameron. He takes a minute. Mm. I mean, the, uh, honest, honest to goodness, I think more than anything else, the fact that Avatar was going to be sequelized is because it made so much money and mm -hmm. you can't in a in a in a in a like job or a culture that like is based on you know being able to get a return on your initial investment in that budget like you can't not look at that i mean what did we say it was 235 something like that mm -hmm. so if avatar has made that it's made let's see 8 9 is that almost 11 times its budget oh yeah and it, and this thing wasn't shot for like peanuts and like crackers like it had a substantial like 235 million dollar budget when you can make that multiply 11 12 times like in let's say that it it does like kind of what a lot of sequels do and it only makes like let's say nine times mm -hmm. its budget that's still pretty good like as yeah. much as Disney was dumping on like Last Jedi on, only making $1.2 billion, right, right. But that's still $1.2 billion. Like Billion with a Carl Sagan B. Yeah. Like billion. I, I, I don't know. Like I said, it's, I get why they're doing it, but like narratively and as a film goer and like as a huge fan of science fiction, I just, I don't know that I need it. I mean, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to see it. I will see it, but I'm, I'm just wondering I mean, the, the, the kids that were kids when, like, let's say you were born in the year 2000 and you saw that when you were nine and it just captured your imagination. Hypothetically, you're in like your second year of college now. Like, it, I, I don't know, I, the, it seems like it definitely would have benefited to do that sequel three years out or two yeah. years out, not 11 years out. Hmm. I, anyway. I, I didn't have any white in my beard when that movie came out. Like, I look at pictures of that, and I'm just like, who is that? Oh, that's that's me mm -hmm. when I seemed rested. Look at that. <laughs> look at him. Never to look like that again. Now, truth be told, whenever I worked with you back in the day, you never were rested because I made you get up at, like, 5 o'clock. So. That's true. But it didn't affect me then. Like, mm. I could do that. I could do it, and, like, I, I just, boom. Like, it didn't didn't bother me at all. Now, like, I don't, I don't get like a good amount of sleep and i'm just like oh my body's dead what's wrong with me is this what dying feels like oh they're like adam you you slept for seven hours i was like i need eight why did i get eight uh the one good thing about aging is you feel that the complaining that you've always done is far more justified and I like that. I've I've always felt like my complaining was justified. Yes, but now it's justified even it's more. Extra, it's yes. extra. It's that extra strength. Yes. <laughs> anyway, Avatar. If you haven't seen it, you should because it is a beautiful movie. There's, I don't have any complaints about it other than the fact that it didn't 
deeply affect me and change my life like other geeky movies. But it is a beautiful movie. It has a good message. You know, don't tear down stuff or the walking trees will get you. Like, I mean, legit, like Star Trek 2. I remember being upset when Spock died. Yeah. Empire Strikes Back. I'm just like, what is going on? Like, I was emotionally invested in those completely fictional, not real things. And again, like you said, it, you know, it's not bad. Like, it's pretty to look at. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't remember at any point, like, just being like, get them big blue Thundercat things. Uh, <laughs> kill the mech suit things for the tree on. It, okay. Yeah. Get the dragon things. Ride them. Okay. Like, I just remember just being like, wow. This is a pretty looking movie. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I bet the Blu-ray will be really sharp of this. Hmm. All right. Now credits. Followed by, I do not want to see the cosplayers who were inspired by this one. <laughs> that's that's usually true. Though. Yeah, I'm just like, everything. I, don't, I don't want to see that. <laughs> please don't. Please don't bring that to my doorstep. So uh, you should see it because it is pretty. It's an okay movie. And there are going to be four more. One, so. one way or not, you probably want to go ahead and bring yourself up to speed on it. Because like when this thing hits, like pretty sure like Disney is just going to like scorch the earth mm-hmm. with avatar in your face. Yeah, pretty much. Avatar in your face. I think that's the title of the I hope it's film. not. I don't. <laughs> that would be great. It doesn't need to. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen and I'm Adam Cravens. You've been listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.